Welcome to One Tire Teacher, episode 201, how to incorporate Christmas into your science lesson, a look back. So today we will be looking back at an episode at episode number 56, actually, which was hands-on Christmas science. I love some Christmas science. Let me just tell you, I think it is so exciting. It makes the whole time of year really fun. And also kids are learning a lot. Plus they are engaged. And when we have them engaged, we can avoid all the crazies that take place at this time of year. And you're about ready to be finished with the week. So if if nothing else, if you are like, I'm just, I don't know what to do to keep them occupied, check out this episode. It was such a good one and I'm so excited to share. And I'll also link to the resource in the show notes by my Christmas Matter resource. It's so fun and it will get you through. Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so we're getting ready to take a look back at episode 56. Come and join me. Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 56, Hands-On Christmas Science. It's that time of the year, and we are heading towards Christmas. It's crazy, isn't it? And I we just finished Thanksgiving. We got all the way through, oh, crazy Halloween. And now we are really in for a treat for the next couple of weeks because I don't know about you, but I know for me that school can be insane at this time of year. So I think it's really important that we find some hands-on, high-engagement activities to keep those little guys ready for learning and maybe a little bit distracted from all the presents. I hope you'll stick around. Hey, so I'm excited to be here today talking about hands-on Christmas science because I love hands-on activities and anything that gets kids thinking and exploring and learning, like that's my kind of thing for sure. Before we get started, I do want to say that I hope you had a really happy Thanksgiving and that you are taking a little bit of time for yourself each day in the next couple of weeks because it can be really crazy intense. And then we get up to the break and it's like hustle, 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 craziness with our family. And we we miss out on some of that time where we really need to just ah take a breath. So make sure that you get a chance to take a breath at some point and look around at all the things that are going on and just, just be in, in the moment. It's really important that you do that. So how are we going to get through this crazy time of year? I don't even know sometimes, but I will tell you that last year on One Tired Teacher on episode four, can you believe it? Episode four, that was a really long time ago. I did an episode called Surviving the Weeks Before Winter Break. So if you need some really good tips on what you can do to get through the break, like ideas for engaging lessons, um, Christmas makerspace moments in literature, how to incorporate those ELA standards into the season, and even some hilarious research findings, then you 
you are going to want to check out episode four on One Tired Teacher. I also did a blog post called How to Guarantee Survival the Weeks Before Christmas Vacation, which is essentially the same thing. But you know me, I like to talk. So I added a lot to the podcast that was not in the blog post originally. But you know, however you like to take your content, every once in a while, we need a little silence and we need a little bit of reading time. I know for most of us, we are on the go, busy, 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 and listening is our best way to get that information. So, but I wanted to remind you about that. I'm going to link to both. I'm going to link to the episode from um, episode four, and I'm going to also link to the blog post and you can take it any way you want. But today we are going to talk about Christmas science because I think it's really fun. So there are tons of ideas and examples out there in the world of TPT and in the world in general, especially if you go on Pinterest and you search for things. It's crazy. You can really get overwhelmed sometimes. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about a unit that I created called um, Holidays Matter. And it is based on the standards for solid liquids and gases. It's really based on the second grade standards. And I think you could stretch this. I know you could do it in first grade if you were focusing, if that happens to be what you focus on in your grade level. And I know that you could also do it in third grade as well. But we're really talking about solids, liquids, and gases, and we're not talking about plasma, just FYI. And the the big ideas are what is matter and what are solids, liquids, and gases? How can you observe and measure properties? And how do liquids and solids change? So those are just some of of the big ideas that we focus on on this unit. I had the I had so much fun creating it because when I was teaching in the, my second graders in the classroom, they loved science. We used to have these lab coats. And in the beginning, we had like these big white shirts that we used as like pretend lab coats because they wanted to really get into being a scientist and it was really important. And this was kind of back before the days of where the engineering standards came into play. But I think in this case that they are, they're doing such like, it's still an engineering type of thinking. And so that's the part that I love about it. But it was, I will say it was back before those days. So they had this, this lab coat and it was, and then eventually I ended up getting, and I don't remember how I got it, but I ended up getting these real lab coats. I mean, not like real, real, like enough to be real. Like they buttoned up the front and they had, they were long, long and (laughs) kids looked so cute in them. They were so, so fun. I'll try to find a picture and post it in the show notes if I can do that. You're not going to be able to see that if you're driving though. So, um, but I'm going to try to find one because it was so adorable. And then we would make these in the beginning of the year, we would make these lookers, these, because I wanted them to think about how they looked at the world around them and how they were always asking questions and being curious and discovering new things. And so we needed to have our lookers for that. And there was a book that went with it and it was a really fun activity that we would do. And then we would make our lookers and they were basically glasses made out of pipe cleaners. So they were (laughs) so funny. And they were really fun and cute. And everybody would put on their lookers and their lab coats and we'd get ready for science. And it was, it was fun. It was just so much fun. And the, and Lily, they just looked like, you know, very serious scientists who were ready to get to work. So that was super fun. So we had the, we had the, I had the standards of the science standards and I knew that I had to cover those particular big ideas that I just mentioned. What is matter? What are solids, liquids, and gases? How can you observe and measure properties and how do liquids and, and solids change? 
um, and it's states. So we're looking at states of matter. So I knew that I had to cover those things and I wanted it to be as like as fun as possible. And because it was during, and I've done this unit in two different versions. I start, I, the original unit was created for Christmas time, but then I went back and I redid the unit and I did it for Halloween. And I might've even mentioned it in the podcast about the episode about Halloween in um, when I was talking about Halloween books to, to read. I'm not sure if I did or not. But anyway, um, so it can be done either way. And it's so fun. It's fun in many, for many different reasons. I'll link to it just so that you have a, um, a, a clue about what it looks like because it's fun to do with the eyeballs and the ooey goos and stuff like that with the solids and the liquids. But, um, <laughs> but it's, I had a blast doing it with my kids for Christmas. So we would take a look at the vocabulary and we would kind of, you know, talk about what some of the words meant. And it was, and I always had like a snowman, a snowman's words. Like these are the words that the snowman came up with. So that's how we made the like vocabulary part really fun. And then they had, they have like a, of a states of matter, a twas the states of matter. This was the three states of matter. That's what it's called. And they have like a Christmas scene and they have to, and they've got various objects in the scene where they have to label it. Is it a solid liquid or gas and it it's really fun and so like something for example that might be a gas because i think a gas can be really obviously sometimes it's hard to see i use steam from a hot cho- chocolate a hot cocoa cup that was in the scene and that was like one of the gases and then air is obviously a gas so that was that was an interesting thing to do liquid was fun because it's the milk that we give Santa for his, you know, when he's coming to our house to when he's coming to leave the presents. And then there's tons of solids like that's super easy. We've got the fireplace and we've got a Christmas tree and presents and the list goes on and on. But I, I think that that can be really fun. So you talk about some of these vocabulary words and some of these things and they start to like see that what they what these things mean. Now, if I were going to do it differently in in this time this day and age, I would want to like maybe have some of these things out, maybe some of these Christmas items out like um Christmas cookies and milk and hot chocolate and um stockings and things like that and I would have them like exploring with that first before I even told them what they were just to get a sense of what they already know and kind of engage them and let them think about what they would want to do and what that what they already know and like what they already want to what they want to learn about like I think that's a really important aspect and when I was teaching science, I feel like it's long ago. It was really wasn't that long ago. I feel like I, um, I, I, I didn't necessarily have as good of a grasp as I feel like I do now on like the five E model and understanding the importance of self-directed learning and of exploring first. And, and I always believed in engaging the kids. Like I want, I, I would create videos and things like that, I, that I would t- introduce a topic because I wanted them to be excited about what was to come. It was almost like a trailer for what we were getting ready to, to learn about. And, um, and it was just like to pump them up and get them excited. So I always believed in that part, but the exploring part, like I, you know, you go through so for so long and you think about everybody's always telling you, you know, scaffolding, and we've got to give them the prior knowledge. And, and I'm like, I'm really starting to second guess that type of thinking, because I love to watch kids 
and their natural curiosities and really going from there rather than giving them, front-loading them all the information, just seeing what they already know because we, we we're really surprised. We would be surprised at what they already have figured out in their world, like just living life. I mean, I think that that requires a lot of play and exploration. And sometimes we're not offering that as much to kids as I know I definitely don't think we are as much as we should be. But um, and I won't get on my soapbox about that. But I will say that I think it's it's such an important part of kids like learning through play and learning through life. But if we allow them the chance to explore before we front load them, then we're really getting an authentic picture of what they already know and where they are and where they need to go. And I think that that's interesting. So I might have done that a little bit differently then. But anyway, so what one of the activities, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to describe it like to you because I'm going to give it to you for free. You can download it um, in the show notes. And it's just one of the activities that's included in Holidays Matter. The whole rest of the unit has... Um, three to four actual experiments that are really fun for kids to do. And my kids had the best time. I And I am actually going to try to include pictures of that because they had a blast. And so for the first, so you are, and then that you will give you the vocabulary words and the um, essential questions and all that good stuff that you might need for an administrator <laughs> or maybe even for yourself to help you like like, you know, think through it. So the first thing that you do, and we have the first experiment is the reindeer, reindeer explore matter. And that's where they're investigating solids, liquids, and gases. And that's, and this is where you could actually start. You might even begin with this rather than with the vocabulary words, because now you're getting a chance to like put in, put them in the situation and let them, let them investigate. So it says, what can you observe and infer about what is inside the stocking? And so they're like, hmm, what are our inside the stockings? And what kind of materials do you need for this? You need three stockings with three balloons inside labeled A, B, and C. You need three plastic cups labeled A, B, C, and then you need some scissors. Now this is, I like, I did it per team and then I let them rotate the jobs of like somebody and I'll get to that in a second. Rotate the jobs. And but you could do it individually. You could do it as a one as just one of those sets and do it as a class observation. Although I, I highly recommend you let partners or teams and maybe even partners work together because a whole collaborative idea of science and engineering is something that I think we really need to take advantage of. And it's it's a life skill. It's a life skill of being collaborative with others and working with others. And the their facial expressions when they are when they're making predictions and then when they're making observations, it's so fun to watch and they kind of need to experience it for themselves. So I don't think a class demonstration is the way to go. I really think you let them, you let them do this themselves. All right. So they have those three are those materials. And I always start off with like a little story because I like to get them kind of excited about it. And again, it's holiday. So it's very focused around holiday. If you have people that don't celebrate Christmas, then this is probably not the direction you're going to want to go because it's very, very Christmassy. So Randy Reindeer observes his friend driving with a trunk filled with presents. Randy is excited to give his friend Robin a stocking filled with goodies. Robin Reindeer observes the stocking. Robin infers that the stocking is a solid, but he wonders what might be in the stocking. 
So that's kind of how I started. And then it goes through the steps of what of what they do. And so what they're trying to do is they're reaching into the stocking. It does take quite a bit of stockings, especially if you're going to do three a piece and you're going to do it per team or you're going to do it per partnership. Like if you've got four or five teams, like you're talking 15 stockings and you're probably thinking, whoa, where do I get that? I actually bought mine at our at our um, Santa's Secret Shop where we have a, the, dollar, the dollar store stuff there. They have jacked up a little bit more than a dollar because it is a fundraiser. But um, but I do think that, I mean, I spent like, I mean, you can spend like $15 on stocking. So it doesn't have to be some, or you could even, you know, have them make a stocking beforehand. They could use, bring in an old long sock and you could do something about the history of the stocking and the history of, you know, Christmas symbols. And I think the stocking is one of them that you can talk about. And I uh, actually have a comprehension thing on that if you are interested. I'll link to that in the show notes too. But they take, but anyway, so you get the stocking and they are reaching inside and they're recording their answers and they're kind of wondering what's in it. Now they get to feel inside because inside are the three are one balloon. And so what are in the balloons? I'm going to tell you what's inside the balloon. So in one of the balloons, you've got some, you've got water, you've got the liquid. And then another balloon, you've got a marble. And in the third balloon, you have air, which, you know, is a gas. And so the kids are reaching in and they are, they get to feel inside the stocking and they get to like, feel the balloon. So it's inside the balloon. So every stocking has a balloon inside it and they're feeling with their hands and they're trying to make a prediction and they're trying to guess what it could be inside of there. And they're squishing and squeezing and and trying to determine. And so they're making an, making observations and they're recording that in charts. And then they're, they're, you know, they're inferring what they think that, excuse me, what they think it could be and, you know, making predictions, wondering what could possibly be there. And then when they've when all that part is filled out then they get to open up the stocking pull out the balloons and snip off the top like where that's tied snip off the top and you should see their faces when it's air they're like it's air and you know it's a gas and they're so excited and it's just it's so super fun and then then they have a little reflection at the end where they they talk about you know what they inferred and they talk about their results and and how they may or may not have been different from what they had predicted. So it's a really fun little activity, and I'm gonna give it to you for free because I'll give you the chart that goes with it and the teacher steps and the steps for the kids. And so that is for you. The rest of the unit has some other super fun activities. Santa investigates liquids and solids, which is so fun because you're taking hot chocolate powder and you're taking marbles and jars and you're just doing some different experiments. I'm not going to give the whole thing away. And then you also have, let's see what else. Oh, you have a little bit of, of reading and like answering some questions too. So ELA standards for informational texts are thrown in there. Like you're talking a little bit about Emily the Elf observes and measures properties. So you get to actually do a little bit of teaching about it, but you're still using a Christmas theme. And so Emily, I'm going to give you just an example so you can see what kind of um, what kind of 
reading it might be or what kind of, and this is something that you might do as a shared reading, or you could do it as a partner read. Most of it is, is about a second grade level. So they, they should be able to read the majority of it, but it's, it is fun to do as a shared read because then you're making sure everybody has access to the con to the text and then they can answer the questions. So Emily can observe matter. She sees a beautiful Christmas tree. The tree and lights are matter. The tree looks big. The lights look bright and colorful. How big do you think the tree is? When you observe and measure, you learn about properties. A property is something about an object that you can observe with your senses, your sight, your hearing, your touch, your smell, or your taste. And so then they have to stop and think. And she asks, she's, and this is focusing on asking and answering questions in text. How can you observe a property? Hmm. So they can go back and they can see that you observe it by the, by your senses. And it tells you your senses, your sight, your hearing, your touch, your smell, your taste. So they can talk about that right evidence right from the text. Why can't you observe all the properties of the tree from this picture? And I give them a little picture and they have to do a little bit more thinking about why they can't you, you know, observe all the properties. Well, they can't taste the picture and they can't hear the the branches moving and they, you know, there's things like that, that they just won't be able to determine. And so that goes on with some more information about properties and more questions about that. And we talk about sinking and floating. And that is another activity that we end up doing with Christmas cookies and that and donuts and some other things in hot chocolate. That is so fun. The kids love that. It's Pete Penguin investigates floating and sinking, which is a really fun, it requires lots of different yummy goodies that they get to to do some, make, do some investigating on. Mrs. Claus investigates change in property. That is a really helpful one for them to understand what happens when we, um, when we watch properties actually change due to temperature. So that's interesting. And they also really walk away with having a really good grasp on that. And there's a lot more reading. And then it even has a Winter Williams Big Ideas checkup, where you get to check on those big ideas to check for understanding and make sure that they have understood the concepts. So it's a super fun, engaging activity to do at Christmas. And it takes a very common you know, science topic and really brings it to life. I hope that you enjoy it if you plan on giving it a try. And if the very least, if you want to do the free activity, that's really fun. And I hope that your students enjoy it. There's so many different ways to engage your kids and to bring the holidays into it. And I'm telling you, if you if you try to keep it out, it's so hard to keep it out of your classroom because there's so much going on at that time and it's all over the place. And the kids are just like, they're like cat, crazy cats, wet cats. I don't know. <laughs> cats, that, cats that have lost it. And that's what it feels like. And so as, if we can engage them and we can excite them about what's happening with learning, then we have a much better chance of making it through the next couple of weeks. All righty. Well, this one tired teacher is oh hoping that I can get through the next bit of time until we hit that Christmas vacation. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight.